Would you like to live a healthier, happier, and more fulfilled life? Cultures from all over our planet have been addressing that concern for thousands of years, and their answers can help you in your life today. Join anthropologist and healer Robert Vetter as he introduces you to cultures of health and healing. Get ready now to try out some healing beliefs and practices from far and wide. Here's the host of your show, Robert Vetter. Well, hello, everybody. I'm lucky today to have Robert Peng with me. Robert Peng is a world-renowned Qigong master, healer, and author of The Master Key, Qigong Secrets for Vitality, Love, and Wisdom, the book, and also The Master Key DVD-CD companion series. Robert was born and raised in Hunan, China. At age eight, he began an intensive apprenticeship under the close guidance of the legendary monk Xiao Yao, an enlightened master known for his profound healing ability and martial arts skill. At age 15, Robert performed a 100-day water fast in a small dark room at a secluded monastery in the remote mountains of Hunan province. He underwent a radical spiritual trans transformation and awakened amazing healing powers. Master Xiao Yao encouraged Robert to, per to develop his healing skills by studying with other Chinese masters. He pursued his training quietly while attending a university in Changsha, where he majored in English literature. When he was 29 years old, he began to teach publicly, and within five years, he had trained over 150,000 students all over China. In 1997, Robert was invited to relocate to Australia, and seven years later, he moved to New York City. With his deep understanding and practice of this ancient Chinese healing art of Qigong, and with extensive life and teaching experience in the Western world, Robert has developed a unique way to teach Qigong that people from different cultures can easily understand and follow, but meanwhile still enjoy the real essence of this ancient Chinese art of wisdom, love, and vitality. So welcome, Robert. I'm glad to have you at the show today. And I should tell everybody that I, I know you beyond the podcast. I've taken lots of workshops with you and courses over the years. And it's such an honor to have you here with me. And I'm hoping that you can share with us today a little bit of your backstory, a little bit about your life experience, and anything that our listeners can take away from that to use in their lives. Welcome. Hey, thank you. Thank you, Bob. Uh, happy to hear your voice and have a little chat just now before we start. It's been a while, right? Uh, well, uh, I thank you for the introduction. Actually, I covered quite uh, a big range about my start and until now, actually. And for me, myself, I, uh, I met my master when I was eight years old. Yeah, at that time I was, um, I was quite sick, actually. You know, uh, I still don't know what that uh, sickness is because uh, you know I was young and I don't know that medical term. The symptom was that I had severe chest pain when I'm moving, especially if I'm running or jumping. Yeah. So as a little boy, you can't you know you can't help doing all these activities. So the pain is always bothering me. And sometimes I can get fainted from that pain. So my mother brought me to the doctor. And the doctor, you know, one prescription after another, but the thing is just getting worse. So in the end, yeah, the doctor told my mother, 
and get me the best prescription. You know what that is? <laughs> what that is is that you. Uh, he said, "Well, you son should quit school and stay at home rest." I said, "Wow, that's beautiful." You know, as a little boy at that time, hated <laughs> school, so I thought that it was the best things. <laughs> it turned out actually just after one or two days, I find it is such a wrong one because, you know, uh, the other time when everybody was at home, it feels like paradise because you have all you. Neighbors, your playmates together, and you feel wonderful. But when it is school time or work hours, it is like ghost areas. Nobody was there. Only me staying at home. It is boring. Yeah, I was bored to death. <laughs> so after only the second day, I said I couldn't stay at home anymore. I just sneaked out. Yeah. Then not too far from my home, just a few minutes walking. There's a, um, a resort hotel, yeah, resort hotel, surrounded by wall. So before ordinary time, we have to go through the gates. Then normally the gatekeeper was not so friendly, yeah. If the adults was bringing us in, it's okay. But as a little boy or girl, they stop you. So sometimes we climb over the wall. But before it was just with all the other maids. This was the first time. Yeah, I was so bored. I climbed over the wall, jumped into the campus. Very painful. I couldn't care that. Yeah, just wandering around. Then I went to a red bricks building, and it is a boiler room. Yeah, actually, it's a boiler room because this boiler room is. To you know, supply all that steam and hot water for all the guest room, because it's the hotel, and also steam for the dining,、uh, for the kitchen to steam the rice and、uh, the steamed bread. Yeah. So I went to the boiler room. I peeped through the door. Yeah, and saw a middle-aged man was、uh, shoveling the coal. Yeah. And then, of course, he noticed me and turned around and greeted me. Then we begin to know each other. Yeah, and this man was my first master. Yeah, at that time he was a boiler room attendant,、uh, like a hermit. Actually, nobody knew. He is like amazing, powerful martial artist. He can like disable a fierce animal by just his bare hand. And also, he's a legendary healer. Yeah, nobody knew he was a senior monk, a deep in the mountain in that monastery. Yeah, because at that time it's 1972. It's the peak time of cultural revolution, and all religions were banned. So his monastery and temples was taken over by the villagers and mountaineers. And all the monks were driven out. You either go back to your relatives or your home to stay with them. But my master, he was an orphan. He grew up there, so he has no family. Then he wandered along the river. He lived the mountains along the river, and then he found a job in my hometown—a very low-pay, humble job as a boiler room attendant. Yeah, he just made his home in a boiler room because he couldn't afford. Uh, to have another place to to live, 
And then, of course, we made friends. I have no school to go, so I begin to visit him every day. He's a wonderful storyteller. Yeah, he told stories about Monkey King. And then one day from nowhere, I think it's about uh, a few weeks later. No, that is about one week later. I couldn't remember exactly. But from nowhere, he said, do you like Wushu? Wushu means martial art. I said, yes, of course. <laughs> do you like to learn it? Yes, of course. Yeah. Oh, uh, I'm going to teach that. You can teach me? Because I didn't know he's, he was an artist at that time. Yeah, martial artist. He said, well, follow me. And uh, you have to be disciplined. Get up every day in the morning and five o'clock practice all different forms of martial art. Yeah. Then, uh, so from martial art, after several years, yeah, then he began to give me a choice. I said, all these years you've trained all this kind of energy. You can use it in either ways. Yeah, if you want to keep going with the martial art, you have a very good punch. You can stand huge hit from others. I can keep you teaching more and you can be, uh, go to the, you know, the competitions. Like Jet Li, yeah, Jet Li has won the championship when he was 14. And then he began to go to the movie and filmed uh, Shaolin Temple, <laughs> uh, the Shaolin monks. Then the other way is that you can use the energy I teach you to use as a healer, yeah, as a healing energy. So you can choose. Of course, I chose the healing because I noticed that how, be how beautiful, how grateful people was when he's treating other people. Because all these years, he's treating the other neighbors and he treated me yeah, at, at first. Because when we first met, when he's chatting whether why I didn't go to school, he scanned at me. He looked at me for a few minutes, no talking. At that time, I didn't know, of course. Then when I'm more experienced with the healing techniques, He's using his gazing power, like scanning, to help me. Yeah. So, in order to um, uh, to purify my energy and make it, my energy awaken, we call it potential energy. Uh, he put me on a water fast for hundred days. At that time, he returned to the monastery already. That was like ten years after, in nineteen seventy-nine, around that time. Yeah. And I visited him every year afterwards, uh, after he left. And the three months, like 100 days water fast, uh, is like a few lives experience. Yeah. It's pitch dark at the bottom, uh, in the chamber of, uh, at the base of the temple. The only light I could see was the incense holding in my master's hand. And... Uh, talking with me in the darkness yeah, every day when he visited me. The amazing things is that for 100 days, yeah, I have uh, two, the first 20 days, three jujube a day. Then afterwards, just pure water. But I'm not losing too much weight. Actually, about two-thirds of the time, my breathing is getting so slow that uh, it's like a dead body. Like, Normally we have five or six breaths a minute, but how about two breaths an hour? 
So you can, you don't feel the pose. You don't feel you're doing the breathing. We call it small death, big life. Yeah. This is like small death, but also during those old eight days, my master was sitting beside me all the time, boosting energy, make sure I'm not going to big death, meaning you really go, <laughs> right? <laughs> this is the crisis of the time that you, your body in all dimensions are transformed. Yeah. And um, the difficulty before I have small death, you know, when you just started this meditation, this dark chamber retreat, the, the darkness is no problem. The hardest thing is physical is the itchiness because everything you experience in your normal life, uh, you experience it ex in extreme. Like we have pain, we have itchiness, we have coldness, we have soreness, all those things, it goes like 100 more times more intense at that time. But when you wake up, when we you open your eyes, you move a little bit, it's gone. But then it will come again until you really like surrender. Okay, I'm going to die with this, I die with this. Yeah, I don't care. I go to the I go to the hell and I go through the hell. When you surrender, when you are really have no attachment, then the Navada comes out. Yeah. Then then you can begin to feel the ecstasy and blissfulness in every tiny pore of my skin. At that time you don't want to go. <laughs> you feel you are so beautiful. Yeah, you want to stay there. Yeah. Of course, then it's coming down. Then one experience after another. Yeah. And of course, emotionally, the anger, the fear, the joy, uh, the frustration, they all like goes, cleared, goes, cleared. Then afterwards, it's just like a pure, crystal clear, uh, like a spot of light. Yeah. And that light make myself feeling like my body, when I, when I finished my, uh, uh, the water fast, I feel my body is like as light as feather, but meanwhile, as strong as a tiger, I can run endlessly yeah, in the mountain, uphills, downhills, you just don't want to stop. And then develop a kind of, uh, they call it zapping power. So the power I put on the people, then they can feel like electricity. Then if I put it on some energy point, they feel and then I can guide it through the energy point to their organs, to the meridians. And then my master says, okay, uh, you're still young. It's like a holy baby you, you bear. Keep maturing it until you are getting older. That's why I started to teach it openly until uh, 28 years old. Yeah. All right. So that's uh, briefly my story about this. And... Uh, We'll talk more later. Yeah, so before we close our first session, Robert, I just wanted to, to ask you, from your experiences, what, what was the takeaway in terms of how Sorry. it changed you and how you perceive your world? Uh, I'm sorry. Uh, just now it's interrupted. <laughs> Say it again. Yeah, sure. So what's the, the takeaway from, from that experience, that 100-day water fast? You obviously came away transformed on the inside, but how would you describe what you learned to somebody who, who wants to take some value away from that? Well, the, uh, my experience with that is that 
the uh, the surrounding the surrounding yeah when you, it, when anything happens like when I'm doing the meditation uh, uh, we call it um, uh, we call it um, how to say the uh, the ghosty mind yeah the, the mind that is playing the trick on us so when we're facing a lot of difficulties we try to fight against it and then it is like you're just entangled with this. And what I find in my meditation is that with all that kind of experience I mentioned, they are so severe. The more I'm struggling with that, the more severe it is until you begin to surrender and being detached. Yeah. When you detach with all this struggling, then the door opens beautiful door that like heaven door opens yeah and that teaches me in my uh in, in my life also like um uh yeah my friends also you know the common so you he said you like a a, a a fish swimming in the water and my 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 sign is pisces that's very typical of my character like uh you easy flow when things are coming instead of try to fight against it you wrap and embrace it as part of you then it will be transformed as a very smooth way of doing things then you find the things are the whole universal energy are are you neighbors to support you uh, they help you to to blend into this flow of energy instead of a fighting energy. Yeah, so um, that's what I find is very helpful. That's wonderful, Robert. And I, I would like to say that that those of you, those of us who are fortunate enough to know you have benefited from that amazing experience of transformation as well, just by being around you. So thank you so much. Thank, thank you. you everybody for listening. I hope you'll tune in the next time where we're going to learn a lot more from Robert Peng. Thank you, Robert. Thank you, Bob. This has been Cultures of Health and Healing with Robert Vetter. Thanks for listening. Please remember to subscribe and rate this show and share it with others. Until next time, remember, your health and healing matter, and you can find your own unique path to optimum wellness.